fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Can you believe it's already a Thursday, the pre-Friday celebration? Welcome into the show. We have so much to talk about today. We are cramming more and more into this program than I think we've ever done before. So welcome in. It's Thursday. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good now. I came down off a major high today. I took a a vitamin B complex this morning. I don't think I've ever taken one of those before. My wife... Um, she took some, you know, she's, uh, she was feeling good. She's like, Andy, you need to try this. I tried it. I was jittery this morning, man. I was going crazy. Now I feel like I'm coming down off like drinking a Red Bull. I'm coming to a crash. I still feel good, but not as jittery as what I was earlier today. Welcome into the show. It's the voice of reason. My name's Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. However you watch or listen to the show, we appreciate you very, very much. We love you to death. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. Big show lined up for you today. Bottom of the hour, we have my congressman here in the 4th District of the state of Kansas, Congressman Ron Estes. We've had him on the show before. We'll play that interview. We sat down with him just a day or so ago as we get closer to election season. And we'll get the latest from Boots on the Ground, not only just here in Kansas, because I know we have a lot of listeners that are outside of Kansas with some of our affiliate radio stations and with listeners on the podcast and our live streams everywhere. But I do want to talk about briefly some politics in Kansas. Do you realize how much money, and imagine this, you would think flyover nation, little state of Kansas, we would be a deep red state. They wouldn't pay any attention to us. Oh, no, millions upon millions upon millions of dollars being sunk into the races here in Kansas for our governor's race, trying to hold a Democrat governorship, which she's a disaster. So we'll see, luckily, hopefully see her go here soon, along with a congressional seat in eastern Kansas. So we'll talk about that briefly with him, along with some of the issues going out from the Biden administration and Washington, D.C. So we'll get to all that and more coming up at the bottom of the hour. And a heck of a lot. Well, we have AOC. Oh, yeah. Town Hall from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Round number two of Town Halls. It didn't really fare in her favor. Wow. AOC has got to go. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did someone bring a drum into a town hall meeting for a congresswoman? I mean, I guess that's dedication. That's devotion right there, baby. That's well done. Well done. We'll talk about that a little bit later on how the Democrats are imploding from their identity politics and their radicalness that's starting to eat their own because she was the epitome of the of the radical left-wing fringe, and now they have turned on her. So we'll get to that. I want to shift gears briefly, though. Over the pond. Let's take a break from just the politics here in the United States. Take a break from the elections here in the U.S. for just a second. It's important, but I think it reflects where we aren't right now in our U.S. politics and where we maybe should be in our politics. Now, I am the first to admit that I don't know much about politics in the U.K. I know that I am a fan of Nigel Farage. I know that I am a fan of Boris Johnson, although he's a little crazy. But some of those guys are. Why the hell not? What's wrong with them? There is, if you've been following this story or not, coming out of uh, the UK and our latest in what's trending. 
What's trending today? The head of the Conservative Party right now and the Prime Minister who just announced that she is stepping down, Liz Truss. Is it Truss? Truce? I'm saying it's Truss is what I'm going for. Has made the announcement today that she is officially stepping down as Prime Minister of the UK. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. We delivered on energy bills and on cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low tax, high growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. All right, hold on. I want to stop right there for a second. Imagine, if you will, and imagine in a world, this is dreamland with Andy Hoosier. I mean, we'd... <laughs> Namaste. Let's take a deep breath and meditate for a second. Imagine, if you will, in this fantasy dreamland, you have a politician that is representing a certain side, whether it's right side, left side, independent, doesn't really matter. Imagine, if you will, that you have a politician that gets elected saying that they are going to fulfill an agenda. They're going to do something. I am going to lower taxes. I am going to deregulate. Or on the other side, maybe it's I'm going to increase taxes. I'm going to whatever. They run on that campaign. They get elected on that campaign. They don't fulfill that agenda to the desire of those within the party. So the party begins to say, you know what? We don't want you in there anymore. You need to go. According to CNBC, this is a couple of days old here, as many within the Conservative Party of the United Kingdom advocated for Prime Minister Liz Truss to resign from her position of Prime Minister and from the Conservative Party only six weeks into her taking on the role because she hasn't done and fulfilled what she promised to do. Six weeks. She didn't do it. She said she wanted to. She advocated for it. She didn't do it. And she's officially announced her resignation. She said she'll stay in power until they nominate somebody else, which now they're talking about Boris Johnson coming back up or somebody else. That'll be interesting to see. But imagine, if you will, a politician that says she's going to run on an issue. She runs on the issue and gets elected. In six weeks, she doesn't do the agenda. She doesn't get it done. The party says, you know what? We don't like what you're doing. We're going to make you step aside. And she announces her resignation because, you know what? I take responsibility for not doing what I promised I was going to do. And therefore, I'm going to step aside to let somebody else do it. And (laughs) I, I, as nice as that sounds, I have a hard time grasping that concept. Am I missing something? Again, I'm not an expert on UK politics here. Am I missing something that would make a politician step down for not doing what they said they were going to do? Because this is mind-blowing, baby. According to CNBC, uh, the former finance minister, along with Truss, announced the fiscal package, a so-called mini-budget for the UK, back on September 23rd, where the measure triggered market turmoil, a plunging pound to pension panics, and a rare public rebuke, where the plan was uh, taken apart piece by piece, where they were talking about reversing plans to scrap an increase 
in the corporate tax, axing the plans to abolish the top income tax bracket and shortening their energy guarantee designed to subsidize consumer and business energy bills uh, from two years to just six months. So from what it sounds like, again, scrapping an increase of corporate tax rates, keeping taxes low, abolishing the top income tax bracket for the UK. All these things sound wonderful and great, and conservatives, I think, would be on board with that. But maybe it just wasn't worded or strategized in the proper way. She attempted her plan. The plan didn't work. And now she's stepping down. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I gotta admit, I respect the hell out of her. I don't know anything about her. I respect the hell out of her for stepping down for not getting the plan done of what she needed. She tried it, you know, swing and a miss, baby, but at least you took a swing. It's kind of like the ball field, right? You teach the kids, don't just stand there and watch the ball go by. Swing the baseball bat. They swing the baseball bat. They didn't hit it. They get upset. Don't worry. You tried it. Good for you. At least you attempted it. You tried it. The parties come out and said that it's a devastating day for her to step down as she is the shortest prime minister to ever take the role as now they're looking for a replacement for her and they're looking at different contenders on this seat now in the conservative party obviously having the majority in the uk parliament right now and boris johnson may potentially have his comeback after coming out and i think again i don't know very much i think he did relatively well but he had some type of scandal some type of just controversial statements and the things that he did during covid19 and so on and so forth but regardless he may have his rise back into the limelight who knows But she tried it, swing and a miss, but at least you tried, and the party is devastated for her leaving as the media loving this, relishing in it in her dramatic announcement of leaving just after six weeks. Now, while those may not give a you-know-what's about UK politics, I really don't either, which is why I was so annoyed by some of the Queen Elizabeth stuff and how long they drug that out. Oh, my God. We get the point. She's dead. Let's find the new king and move on, and why not focus on do a 20-minute bit on the news, then move on to something else. Instead, it turned into a 20-day fiasco, and it drove me absolutely bonkers because I don't care about UK politics, but this is an example of a very high-class individual That it was in there not for the political power, that was in it not for a personal agenda, but in it for the role of actually doing something for the public and something for the country. And her plan didn't work, and they didn't like it, and they called her to resign, and she resigned. How many politicians in the United States do you think should be in that situation right now? I could count at least more than my fingers and toes have on me right now because of They haven't done anything in, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 years in office. They haven't been productive. They haven't had the plans turn out the way that they wanted to or that they intended to be. It had negative consequences. It destroyed the country. It harmed the country in some way, shape, or form. And we've called for their resignation. And do they do it? Oh, no, because we have a different class of politician here in the United States where they don't care about what you actually think. They're in it for their own personal gain. A vast difference, is there not? between the conservative party of the UK and I would say even the Republican party here in the United States. I would like to call on the resignation of Mitch McConnell for being a a spineless rhino middle of the road hack. 
I know he's got a lot of power in D.C. I know he has his benefits, and he knows the game inside and out because he's been there for so long. He knows how to play the internal game and knows how to play the legalities of how the Senate runs to be able to catch them up on occasion and fight against Democrats. I get that. He's got his benefits. But when it comes to actual policy, he doesn't do a very good job. I would like to call out Barack Obama, even though he's not in office, to never run for office again. I'd like to call out Joe Biden for being in there since how long? 47, 48 years in public office, hasn't done a damn thing, and yet he's out there as leader of the free world trying to shake the hands of Easter bunnies all over the country. It's time for a lot of these individuals to resign because guess what? Your policies failed. Your politics not only failed miserably, they hurt the nation. But here in America, where we don't really have a representative government any longer, we have some great representatives that are fighting the fight, but they can only go so far. We have a, we're supposed to have a constitutional republic, whether we have that or not now is up for debate. We're supposed to have representatives that represent us, and when they don't represent us and they do something they're not supposed to do, that's when we get them out of office. And we're starting to wake back up again. Liz Cheney is a prime example of that. Now, she didn't step down. In fact, she dug her feet in and tried to stay there as long as possible, but we booted her ass out of office during the primary just a couple months ago for the state of Wyoming. And kudos to you, the state of Wyoming, for doing that because guess what? You didn't do what you said you were going to do. You didn't advocate as a Republican agenda like you said you were going to advocate for, so we got your ass out of office. Now, you're still on the January 6th committee for a couple more months, and you're trying to squeeze in that last little bit of limelight that you possibly can. But guess what? It ain't going to last long. So good luck and enjoy it while you can for the last month or so. We have to forcibly do it on our end because we don't have elected officials like this prime minister, Liz, that's openly stepping down saying, my agenda didn't work. Let's get somebody else in that knows how to do it. I commend her. And you know what? Politicians in Washington, D.C., maybe you should take note once in a while. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Darn right. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. By the way, quick note for you on our social media stream. So we have the video all over the place. Our partners, our family, our friends over at OpsLens. We are on their website, OPSLENS.com. We're also on their app, which you can download for free and watch all the shows that they have, including this one on their app with the chat room. We also are on their social media on Getter and on YouTube and on Tweety. And on Facebook, the Facebook feed has not been going for a few days. And it's because we've had kind of some glitchiness and sketchiness going on with the feed. I've been kind of monitoring it, and I think it's good or at least better than what it was. So, But we're back up on there today as well, which we appreciate. Now, I've also been streaming it to other locations as well on our uh, Hoosier Reason, our Voice of Reason Facebook page, and my personal page. So, I mean... I've been censored so many times, I don't get a whole lot of views on there, but at least it's an added bonus for those that want to watch it on there if you're friends with me or if you follow the Voice Reason radio show page. Um, but our, our big ones, obviously, with OpsLens, as you guys rock it, we get thousands of viewers on there every day. So thank you for that. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Also on thenextgenusa.com, another online streaming source that uh, they stream our video feed. And then, of course, all our other pages, my personal pages. 
on the Voice of Reason YouTube channel and Twitch channel. So we are literally everywhere. And if you haven't seen us on some of the platforms, it's because they've been working on making sure the video feed has been running smoothly and awesomely. And uh, we appreciate that. Plus all the radio stations that are affiliates. We love you guys and appreciate you very, very much. There's more going to be coming on here relatively soon. More information on those a little bit later. All right. As we wrap up this one, we have a politician in the United Kingdom that didn't get the job done that she wanted to. And within six weeks of being prime minister, has stepped down from being prime minister because, well, she didn't get the agenda done she wanted. Under the Conservative Party, who's advocating for her resignation because her plan didn't work out. So instead of fighting it like most politicians do, oh, we're doing the best we can. Oh, we're going to make it better. Oh, it actually worked and we're just going to twist the story a little bit. She actually just stepped out and said, yeah, you know what? The mission here is to get the job done. I didn't get it done the way you wanted. So you know what? Take somebody else and I'm appreciative to do it. Boom. Done. Over. Our politicians here have, I've not heard of a single one that's done that on their own accord. Be like, yeah, you know what? My plan didn't work out. So I'm going to let somebody else with better ideas take over. They have too much of an ego for that here in the United States, in our politicians. In fact, we're starting to boot them out ourselves. And I mentioned Liz Cheney on the January 6th committee because while she's the Republican, she feels like the Republicans are the worst enemies out there, especially Donald Trump. So heading up a January 6th committee to try and demonize her own party is her way of representing the party. That makes no sense to me. So live the high life. Enjoy the spotlight for the next month or so before you're out of office because you're done. And you didn't just lose. You lost big time, sister. And that's something to be prideful of. But on the fact of January 6th, not only are they out of touch with the American voter and they will never step down and resign, but they're so egotistical and so narcissistic and so evil at trying to demonize a political opponent in this nation like Donald Trump that now, according to Newsmax, they're not just continuing on with the investigation as they try to subpoena Donald Trump to come in and testify. Oh, no, they're now asking Congress for six, uh, $34 million dollars to continue the investigations, to continue the committee with their six ongoing investigate with their January six investigations. Hey, we're out of money. I know this is a really, really important election year, and we don't have anything thing else to run on. We're going to continue to demonize Trump. We're out of cash. We already passed the continuing resolution. We already set our budget at least through December right now. But we're out of money. We need $34 million additionally to continue on this committee to investigate more stuff. Excuse me? According to the DOJ, they are critically, quote-unquote, critically in need of that $34 million to continue on their investigations because they're out of cash. Yes, committees cost money. The investigation, the time it does to do the legal research on what they're trying to do, to do the hearings and the testimonies, to rent out the building, to turn on the lights at the end of the day. Yeah, it costs money, and they're asking for $34 million of your taxpayer money to continue on with an investigation that has gotten them absolutely nowhere as they lie through their teeth to demonize the person that you like and they want to make sure that you'll never like him again that's the ego that we're up against here compared to the uk congressman ron estes from the fourth district of kansas when we come back here on the voice of reason stay here the voice of reason with andy hoosier When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As always, really happy to have this guy in studio with us as we get closer to election season. We're down to the wire with just a week, what, couple weeks left here. 
from the 4th Congressional District, my congressman, great friend here, Congressman Ron Estes. Congressman, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you, Andy. It's always good to talk with you. We are down to the wire with the last few weeks. I see a lot of candidates out there knocking doors. I've been helping local candidates around as well. We're trying to get the word out. I'm optimistic about this election. I think we're going to do well here in Kansas. Yeah, I think so, too. I think when you look at the things that the policies that are being put in place uh, from from the Democrat Governor Kelly yeah. and, or or Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and, and admissions, <laughs> the, the policies that they're putting in at the federal level, it, Americans and Kansans in particular see it's it, the country's going in the wrong direction and they're not for that. Yeah. Just a couple of days ago on the radio show, we had talked about how easy it should be for republicans to win this election because i mean we are we are in the middle of a democrat experiment social uh, social experiment economic experiment border experiment uh military experiment and it's failed across the board we should be able to walk across the finish line pretty easy i would think well you you would think that unfortunately there's a lot of people that they've they've been sold this bill of goods they've been marketed that there's this utopia out there that uh, in a yeah. in a socialist society that you know everybody gets everything and it's failed over and over again around the world whether it was the Soviet Union that was sure. socialist whether it was uh, Venezuela i mean that's probably the most recent example that people can point to even if you point back to you know countries throughout Europe and and uh, uh well, throughout all aspects of the world it, yeah. just, it just doesn't work and and unfortunately people don't realize what they're giving up in that process. And and so there's so many Americans now that are saying, you know, this this isn't what our Declaration of Independence was for. This isn't what, what we believe America has, has, has grown and become so strong on because of that. And yeah. so actually I saw a little meme the other day that uh, – you know, the, the, the Biden administration policies are turning America into the country that our founding fathers left. <laughs> exactly. It really is. We are at that point. They left and they started a new nation after a 2.5% sales tax on tea and on gun regulations. And we're seeing massive gun regulations and a 9% inflation rate, which is really a tax rate. So we're, we're beyond that point. It's just how much we can actually deal with. I've heard you talk at a few different uh, benefits and events going into elections the last few weeks, and I mean you're optimistic. I mean we're seeing a potential major victory for the House of Representatives, aren't we? Yeah, I really uh, uh, we are seeing that. I mean when you look at uh, such good candidates that the Republicans have recruited yeah. uh, across the country, and 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 I, I think we'll pick up 30 seats. I mean we're we're five down. The Democrats have a five seat majority uh, as of right now. I think we'll pick up 30 seats. Wow. I mean there's races. We'll we'll pick up seats in in Rhode Island and Maine, and uh, we'll pick up three or four seats in New York. Uh, they tried their gerrymander there and, and didn't work. Wow. Uh, Florida, California, even uh, Texas, we'll, we'll pick up a lot of seats. And, you know, you touched on inflation there in terms of uh, the impact there. Is it 8.3% inflation is the equivalent of one month's paycheck. Yeah. So just think about it from a standpoint of who can live without one month's paycheck to buy the same rent? Yep. or the same mortgage payment, or to buy the same amount of groceries, or to pay your car, to buy your gas. I mean, with one fewer paycheck uh, for each each year. That's insane. Yeah, uh, the latest that I had seen, $6,000 that we're paying above what we normally do just to maintain our level. Then we have the shortages in the grocery stores right now to where things are out. Then we see the gas prices on top of all of it. And it's, it is a level that I think has a lot of people scared and a lot of people angry. We're seeing uh, voters, Hispanic voters, uh, minority voters all over the nation 
not even follow politics. You say, hey, all I know is that things were in the grocery stores and gas was a lower price with the last administration. Now we're not seeing that. Yet that's the number one focus for most voters all over the nation. Yeah, it really is. And 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 it goes directly back to the policies that the Biden administration put in place. And and that uh, Governor Kelly's tagged on with them and, and being very supportive of those uh, through through the activities there. And and, and you know, inflation's a it's a horrible thing because yeah. it affects everybody, but it particularly affects middle and low income, the the average American uh, yeah. through that process, and and just the struggle that you have to deal with that and, and fight that off, and and so that's why we're seeing everybody uh, is uh, in a situation where they're seeing things are going in the wrong direction and 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 want to turn that around. It is unfortunate. The commitment to America, the plan that Kevin McCarthy that you guys in the in the House put out as a Republican plan, I like it. I think it's going to do good. I like the idea that we're going back to a kind of a Newt Gingrich style, what he did back in the day. Uh, are you getting good feedback on it? I think it was, I, I wish it came out sooner from Kevin McCarthy, but I like the fact that we're focusing on this. Yeah, it really is. And, and the things that we talked about and why we wanted to do this is instead of talking about just talking about the problems with the Biden administration, that that the one party Democrat rule in the country has, has led to yeah. and all the problems, the shortages of baby food and everything. We wanted to talk about something that's positive. I mean, what are we going to accomplish when we get into office? And what are we going to work towards? And so the Commitment America are, are built on four different principles. I mean, we want to make sure we have a strong economy. We want to make sure that we have a safe America. We want to make sure that we protect the the, 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 the freedoms that we have and build our future around that. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that government's held accountable. I mean, the, the transparency and the aspects that – uh, our, our government should be representative of the, the citizens, uh, but it also should be accountable to them, too. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard the rumors from the other side that they, they've already started to say, if we elect Republicans in this election, if we get a majority in the House, if we even get a majority in the Senate, which I am optimistic about as well, that they're already advocating for riots in the streets, that it is the Trump movement, it is the MAGA movement, it is the most radical domestic terrorist organization in American history. They're already planning themselves to have riots in the streets as soon as Republicans take control again. Yeah, it really is sad to see this. I mean, they, the, the, the Democrats, and, and, and I don't know whether, how much of it's Democrats, how much of it's special interest, how much of it's, of it's attack groups like BLM that are out yeah. causing all of this problem, Antifa uh, that's doing that. But uh, they did it in 2016. I mean, the, the day after President Trump was inaugurated, they had, you know, a, a million just a million person destructive march, uh, you know, burning cars in D.C. and and uh, through that process, and, and and as much as the the Democrats and particularly the the House led by Speaker Pelosi have attacked President Trump and all the accusations around January sixth, yeah. and 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 then the, the effort that they went in that you know they never said that President Trump was duly elected that he beat Hillary Clinton, sure. and 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 for them to be talking now about not accepting the results of an election. I mean, that's what our democracy is all about. Right. It really is. Speaking of, by the way, have you heard any rumors? Will Trump actually show up for the subpoena and actually testify before the January 6th committee? So I haven't heard any rumors about that, but I, <laughs> I would be surprised if that happens. Yeah, me too. I, I think it would be a fun um, circus. It would be a fun show to watch, for sure. It would be entertaining. Well, and it's it's an interesting thing, too, is uh, they've got to scramble uh, for the next uh, two and a half months yeah. uh, because Republicans taking over the majority in, in uh, January – uh, this special committee that uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, created uh, right. to to attack President Trump, 
And, 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 you know, it's kind of the way I was talking with my mother this morning about it is that, you know, there, there may be some things that uh, people disagreed with or, or thought were disappointing about either the way President Trump speaks or, or some of the things he says or approach to, to dealing with people. Sure. Uh, but what they've tried to do is turn things you disagree with into things that are illegal. Exactly. And, and they've tried over and over again, and they're going to continue to try for the next two and a half months, but uh, it's going to be over with after January. Yeah, that is very true. On the Democrat side, on the national level, they're struggling with leadership. They don't have necessarily candidates that can they can stand out either for this race or for the presidential race coming up in a few years. They don't have the depth in their charts to bring up. I mean, they're talking about, you know, Gavin Newsom out of California. They're talking about Stacey Abrams, which she's already been a failed candidate in Georgia. We'll see how this election goes. They're throwing AOC out there as a potential presidential run in 2024. To me, that shows a bit of a sign of weakness and desperation because they haven't invested in the younger generation for Democrats, have they? I mean, uh, do you see that in D.C.? Are they are they just trying to hold on to what they have right now? Well, it's it's not only that they haven't invested and in, and in, and built around that, but what they've tried to do is is create all the victimhoods and mm-hmm. and 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 target everybody as a as, as a party of victims, and yeah. so you have these special designations of so many people through that process. And current leadership is ancient in yeah. the Democratic Party. I mean, you look at <laughs> President Biden. I mean, uh, as old as he, he tries is. to shake hands with um, the Easter Bunny. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the, the top three Democrats in the House of Representatives: Speaker Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, and Jim Cly- James Clyburn. If you add up their ages, they're older than the United States of America. <laughs> uh, so that just kind of reflects of you know they've really passed their prime in terms of recognizing where America is and and how do we make sure that we we keep a strong America going forward and 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 protect our constitutional freedoms. Amen to that. We're talking with Congressman Ron Estes from here in the 4th District. Let's talk about Kansas politics for a second here. Your race, I'm feeling very confident. Everything's good here. Um, I'm looking forward to election night for you. Congressman Tracy Mann from the big 1st District. I don't see a major issue out there. I see us retaining that one. Jake LaTurner as well up in the 3rd District. That big Sharice Davids, Amanda Adkins. I know that Amanda Adkins tried to run against her in the last election, and it didn't work out. Sharice Davids. I gotta admit, she's she's put her head low and played her cards well in D.C. But how? I mean, how are we looking? Do we have the opportunity to flip that seat red here in the states? We we, re, we really have an opportunity to pick up that seat. I mean, it's going to be competitive all the way uh, because it's like you said. Uh, I mean, Sharice Davis has been in four years now, and you can't really point to an accomplishment yeah. uh, through that process. Yeah. I mean, the the strategy that they followed, uh, she and the folks that are that are backing her, uh, have basically said, well, we'll, we'll raise money. Uh, they'll raise money in New York and California, and then do nice-sounding commercials about uh, about her, exactly. and and not getting out in the district, not working on issues, and and so uh, you know, last year or the last election cycle, uh, there was a contested five-way primary. Uh, so coming out of the primary, Amanda Adkins was uh, was short on money because uh, it was spent in the primary, so he didn't have that for the general election. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year's a different status, and and as well as you know, people are seeing. This is what policies get implemented that Sharice Davids votes for what Biden wants. Right. And, and this is what we're seeing with the inflation and with no baby formula on the uh, on the store shelves and, and the debacle in Afghanistan. There it is. That's Congressman Ron Estes from my home district here in the 4th District of the state of Kansas. Interesting perspective as we look across the nation for these congressional seats. Could we pick up those near 30 seats across the nation? 
and dominate the Democrats in that red tsunami, stopping any legislation for the next couple of years. That'll be interesting. We'll talk about more of that when we come back here on The Voice of Reason for a Thursday. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, how this show flies right on by. Good golly. We never have enough time. Can I please, please have a four-hour program? I'm dying for a four-hour program. We have so much more to cover and so little time to do it. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time always thinks for hanging out with us today. Multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you check us out. We love you and appreciate you very much. By the way, we are getting closer to the end of the month, which means we will be sending out our monthly newsletter. Are you a Hoosier holler? Yeah, uh, Hoosier holler. Hoosier holler? Uh, <laughs> is that like hog calling? Hey, Hoosier holler! If you're not a Hoosier holic yet, meaning, you know, you're addicted to the program, addicted to the Hoosier reason that we have on this program, then become one. Go to the website, HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. Become a Hoosier-holic. You won't get spammed all the time. You don't have to charge anything. We don't charge you. It's just a monthly free newsletter that comes in your email with our blog, with our updates on the show, our updates with the Hoosier Media Network, with all the programs that we put on as well, and other stuff that we do. Also, some of the content going into the next month. It's really awesome. Upgrade your life a little bit. And do so by becoming a Hoosier-holic. Go to HoosierReason.com. Again, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. Sign up for the newsletter when it says become a Hoosier-holic. Type in your email and you're good to go. we got just a couple of minutes left here. Thanks again to Congressman Ron Estes. He's a great personal friend. I am excited to hear in the Kansas area. He's going to be holding his victory party uh, along with the county Republicans and all the local candidates. And I will have the great honor to emcee that event. So looking forward to that. And I really, really appreciate those guys reaching out and allowing me to do that. This will be the third time. The third time. So that's what, every six years or every two years. So six years now. The third time I get to emcee their, their political rally on election night. So really, really excited about that. And we appreciate that. On the other hand, Democrats, not so ISO. I got to tell you this. This is the local area here in the Wichita area. So this just shows how disarrayed the Democrats are. Yesterday, we made a phone call to the county Democrat Party because I was just curious on how active they were, how excited they were. I have not seen very many Democrat yard signs around the area here in the state. I, I mean, there may be in other places. I have not seen very many. So I was curious on whether they even have any in stock, how much money they've been promoting or pushing for their Democrat candidates. I called up our local county Democrat Party's uh, election headquarters to ask them if they had a yard sign for the Democrat running for governor here in the state. They said yes, but um, we've been here all day and we're tired. Can you come here soon and can you bring us a bag of chips? Yeah. I, I mean, dude. That was the professionalism of our local Democrat Party. And we're probably seeing this all over the nation. Do it. Do me a favor. If you live outside of Kansas or wherever you live, call your local Democrat headquarters. Just play it off as if you're like, I'm totally excited, totally going to get a yard sign. See how professional they are. Because mine, they're like, dude, can you bring us a bag of chips? Sounds like they got a bit of the munchies for some reason. I'm not quite sure why on that one. So uh, that just shows the lack of enthusiasm they have to promote their own candidates within their own in, in districts. And I find that ironic. Uh, in New York, 
AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, our favorite person on this show. I am told this is a garbage disposal. (laughs) Uh, She's having some problems with her own district, with her local town hall meetings, trying to stay relatable to her constituents. So, if you can't understand them, because it was a little loud, AOC's got to go. And someone brought a drum, which is very impressive for a town hall meeting talking about congressional issues in Washington, D.C. So, I mean, they were there for a purpose, and by golly, the left-wing progressives have turned out they are beginning to eat their own, which was only a matter of time when you have radicals on the other side that are so woke that they find classifications and putting people in boxes with identities in some way to such a degree that they begin to eat their own and divide themselves. But now the person that was supposed to represent the woke has now been turned on by the woke. And while she danced it to the protesters and drums in front, she said this. Respectfully, ma'am, you're saying ask us why. Y'all have been talking for 20 minutes, okay? We know why. We know why you're mad. Let's talk about it. Oh, my. Don't know what she was yelling. Couldn't handle her own town hall. AOC, while you may be like number 12 on the Democrat list for a presidential run in 2024, (laughs) good luck with that. You can't handle your own district and your own woke mobsters that are only out there to get Trump supporters. They're coming after you. They're going to get you. And now they've turned on you because you are apparently part of the establishment. So well done and congratulations, AOC. You're going to be out in the next election. That does it for us today. Podcast up in a bit. Back at it tomorrow for a Friday right here on The Voice of Reason. We'll see you on the radio.